This is episode number 47 of the Invest for More Real Estate Show. My name's Carter and I am your host. And in today's episode, it has long been overdue because I haven't made a podcast in forever. So to catch you all up on what has been going on in our life, our business, in the journey that we like to call the real estate investment life, um, I, I completely butchered that, but it is what it is. So what's been going on? Well, as of lately, we've just been focusing on the business. I, I removed all social media from my phone, um, removed all the social media apps. So it is 100% focus on the business, growing the business, and perfecting the business. Now, why did I do this? Because I felt distracted. Um, and this is going off a tangent of what I'm going to be talking about today. But I just wanted to, to let everyone know why there hasn't been any content as of lately, why there's been no podcasts, and why I feel it was the right decision to make. And for me, getting rid of social media, getting rid of podcasting allowed me to narrow down, niche down on what I needed to do, which was improve my skills of cold calling, negotiating, talking with sellers and negotiating better deals, and then improve our systems and processes for getting more property. And now this leads into what I will discuss later on is where are we looking for fourth quarter closings? Um, and to give you a little bit of a hint, we are projecting that the fourth quarter will probably be um, similar revenue, I should say, sorry for the pause, similar revenue to what we've done in the past few years. So our fourth quarter alone is looking similar to that. So it's going to be a huge, huge ending to the year. And I am looking forward to it. Um, and I can't wait to share this success with you guys when I, I kind of break down what's to come. But let's jump on into it. So today we are going to be discussing one of the topics that is widely controversial. And it's not necessarily, it's, it's discussed a lot, but no one gives you the insight that I'm about to dive into in this episode, which is direct mail to um, property owners and specifically direct mail to your driving for dollars list. So for those of you that have not watched my previous episode on driving for dollars, driving for dollars is essentially you driving around in neighborhoods that are desirable, um, that are a median price point, and you're looking for the worst houses that you're going to photograph or, or pin um, in some of the, the nicer communities. And you're going to reach out to these owners, see if they have an interest in selling and going from there. So now you can either cold call these people, you can direct mail them, you can text them, you can do whatever you need to do to get a hold of them. But what I'm going to be discussing is what we've seen as far as our direct mail campaigns. And right now, actually, let me pull it up on my computer so I can give you some real-time stats. Um, and we use Deal Machine. Um, again, it's dealmachine.com if you're interested in learning more. But we use that system. We utilize that system. And currently, as of this recording, we have 3,039 um, people who are actively receiving postcards and 2,092 that have received seven postcards or more, and the campaign has now ended. So we have roughly speaking 5,000 people who are actively receiving mail on a, a monthly basis. And from that, we have been pulling consistent deals. Now, when did we start this? Well, we started this, um, let me see if I can pull up a year to date. 
So when did we start this? In January. So basically at the end of last year, beginning of this year, we started implementing Deal Machine full-time in our real estate investment business or direct mail, I should say. And it's a very targeted, obviously, driving for dollars list. But over the course of the last nine months, we have really started to gain traction, enough traction that we're at least pulling one to two deals a month from these alone. And again, these owners are receiving seven postcards at a minimum, unless they call and start yelling at us to take them off their list. But they're receiving seven postcards to sell their property or asking if they're interested in selling their property. Over the course of seven months, and some of these people, they don't respond on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth postcard, but finally on the sixth or seventh, they're deciding to respond to us, which absolutely blows my mind. But again, it's it's a, the interesting part about staying consistent. And what I might do in the future is lengthen that postcard timeline. So we're hitting them 9, 10, 11 times, but over the course of about a year and a half, just so they don't lose focus. And if they're interested in selling at some point, we would be top of mind. So again, direct mail does take a long time to get going, especially when you're mailing a niche list such as driving for dollars, everything like that. However, the results speak for themselves when you're months and months into the process. So again, things take time um, and it, it will all take time to work out. So next, let's go into another strategy that we actually implemented as of um, three or four days ago is we are selling our one of our first rental properties that we bought back in 20, I wanna say 2019 or possibly even 2020, but 2019 sounds more realistic. We are selling this property. So we bought it for $92,000. We just accepted an offer as of 10 minutes ago for $186,600. Now we stuck about 40,000, a little bit more into the property. But again, this is a huge, huge profit margin to make. Um, and why I am saying this is over the course of the years, we've collected rent every single month. We've at least received, it's a three unit property, so we've at least received one tenant's rent. So while they've been paying down the mortgage and we've been making improvements, we stuck about 45,000 into it. Um, we're gonna net probably at the end of the day and somewhere in the high 30s after real estate commissions, fees, everything like that. But again, this is one of those deals that um, when we first had it appraised, they appraised it the bank did at 155,000. So in a matter of two years, the value has risen to 186,000 um, and we are cashing in. And could we hold it for another few years, pay down the mortgage and then get more? Of course you can. But this is just something that has piqued my interest of, okay, do we buy properties, hold them for longer than a year, rental properties specifically, and then cash in on them when the market's at a higher point. And it's easy to do now because the market continually rises However, if the market were to drop in that year's period, you will still have a cash flowing rental property, hopefully, if you consider all the, the factors. Um, and again, it's just something to think about on, on what you want to specifically do in your investment business. Now, getting into our fourth quarter preview of what we're going to do. So as of right now, let me pull up the, the data sheet that I keep everything. So it's just a, a simple Google Drive sheet. What do we have for current inventory, current closing inventory? So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 
properties that we currently own or are in the process of rehabbing or are in the process of selling. Now we have an additional one, two, three, four, five, six properties that we are going to be purchasing. So as you can imagine, we have a full pipeline coming into the fourth quarter, and a lot of these are going to be selling. And some of them are huge, huge profit margins that I am looking forward to cashing in on when that time is right. Um, there are uh, like three of them that I believe are going to be duplexes or rental property for us. So again, I'm looking forward to the, the cash flow on those. But the fourth quarter is looking good, and it all comes down to consistency taking consistent action towards the goal that you're wanting to achieve, making the consistent phone calls, sending the consistent direct mail, and you will get consistent deals and consistent results. Now, if you guys need any sort of help or you wanna learn more about how we can possibly partner together on, on future deals, we just bought a duplex this morning with one of a, a, a partner of ours and actually family member of ours who zero money into the deal, um, and, and they got a third ownership, um, and they basically found a, a fantastic deal on duplex. So picked that one up for 62,000, had an appraisal at 137. So we are going to cash flow that baby like no other. But if you have questions, please feel free to reach out. You can reach me, um, on sellfoxvalley.com or anywhere on social media at Carter Crowley, most active on Instagram when I am on social media. Um, which is is possibly only on the weekends nowadays um, at Carter Crowley underscore. So I look forward to talking to you soon. I wish you guys the ultimate success, and I will see you in the next episode.